0: Boom. Okay.
1: Hey Grant. Hey Dave.
0: How are you? <laughs> I'm good. <It's, laughs> this is uh it's exciting. This is uh this is a lot of talk and promised This is this is a long time coming, to say the least.
1: It is. But at, at the at the same time, I mean we're here to talk about Attack on Titan, and Attack on Titan season four is starting imminently, either today or tomorrow. But One thing I did realize is, like, they really take their time between seasons. Like, season one came out in 2012. That can't be right. 2012. 2012. They had a four-year break between season one and season two. That's so funny. And then I think two years between season two and three. And then, like, season three they did in two parts with almost a year year apart. apart. Yeah, so... Because it's April to April, I believe. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. Uh, I was. I saw on a Reddit today. People were like, "I can't believe we're about to finish this journey we've been on for eight years." <laughs>
0: Wait. So is season four also going to be split in two, or is this is this a straight run? I actually I have, have no idea.
1: I have no idea. I haven't hmm. read or heard anything about it. I think that may remain an unknown, but uh, or you know, or we'll figure that out uh, this week as we watch the premiere episode of season 4. Maybe they'll like drop a schedule list or an episode list or something but I don't know if they're going to split it. I do know it's the final season and I do know that manga readers say that, you know, it just gets better and better. People seem to be confident that the conclusion will be great. Whatever that means. So, this uh, should be a good good series of television. I
0: still, I still can't wrap my head around 2012. That is... <laughs> Know, right? Well, fitting, you know, you know, proposed apocalyptic uh, year versus an actual apocalyptic year—very <laughs> uh, beginning and end. Now, I'm trying to think if that was in 2012. There's no way I ran. I watched that when it first came out. Now, I'm trying to think when I first found the show.
1: Yeah, I found it. I think in 2000, maybe 17 or 16. Um, I think season two was out, and I I think I flip flopped on it for at least a year before season three came out. So yeah, I mean I I entered the game relatively late speak uh, late uh, depending mm. on how you look at it. But you know so we still had to wait for season three and we had to wait for season three part two. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I I believe yeah I believe season three is the only one or I guess the two of them split are the only ones I watched week to week. I th- yeah. I believe so, I I caught up on season two prior, maybe a week prior to season three coming out. Yeah. But, uh, well, what's uh, what's your favorite season so far, Dave? I guess in the, the four parts
1: released so far. Definitely. I mean, they're, they're also great, but season three, part two, just feels like its own season. And it yeah. feels like it's just payoff, payoff, payoff. Like you get a lot of shows, anime and, and, and regular shows that are just all about setup, and then the payoff never really feels right. Mm. Um, but season three just felt like they were just dunking on the audience constantly, like, you know, with fight scenes, with character development, with answering big questions about the show. Mm-hmm. The whole way through, it felt like season three was just reveal after reveal. And at the end of it, well, I'm sure we'll get into this in a bit, but at the end of season three, it just primes you for even more crazy stuff to come. So it's like, Jesus.
0: I was going to say, because the payoff, because, like you know, it's eight years I guess, you know, seven-ish by the time when yeah. se- the second part of season three came out. But can you think of a show where people have been waiting and waiting and waiting and it was, you know, there's actually something of substance in the reveal?
1: Yeah, that's the thing, right, is uh, to answer your question, no, I can't think mm-hmm. of a show that has has nailed the reveal so big. Like, they propose, the, you know, what's in the basement. I think they propose that in the, like, in the pilot of season one. Mm-hmm. Like, Aaron's dad's like, oh, here's this key, you know, you get to the basement, blah, blah, blah. And, you and they hit it a- again in
0: season two as well, if I recall. Oh, they, they, yeah. They at hit various it points, us. they keep reminding us.
1: Yeah, they, they hit it throughout. Um, and you just wonder, like, what the hell could be in this basement that is going to be worth all this hype? And, like, it is, when you do get to the basement, it is such a curveball. Mm. It's like, okay, why, that was not what I was expecting. You know, I had, I think we were everybody was expecting some kind of reveal, but not what they, not what they gave us. But maybe we shouldn't talk about that yet. Do we want no. to maybe recap season three, part one, and then we can move into part two? I, I think that's
0: a perfect idea. Season three, part one. I gotta say, my man Flegel, if you recall, <laughs> what a hero! The unsung hero of uh, season three, in in my opinion.
1: What does he do in season three, part one? Why are you calling him a hero? <laughs>
0: Flegel is the son of, I believe his father was Reeve, He was the yes. a head merchant. Yes. And the, his father, I think that was the reveal that the military police uh, were working, you know, behind the scenes, uh, you know, shrouding everyone's eyes to yes. the secrets.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, poor Flegel, watched because uh, Kenny killed his dad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fleagle was hiding in the dark and uh, overcame his fears. Ah, I I had completely forgotten about that that whole how that played out because that's up to two parts I feel like part two you know we'll we'll get to that but it just it overshadowed definitely all of part one like there was so much content in the first part of season three that uh
1: yeah I was it, I, I agree but season three part one almost makes me think of like the Star Wars prequels because it's like <laughs> <laughs> hear me out hear me out because it's very out of nowhere. Like you know, this show is all about like this post-apocalyptic world with like mm. giant titans. And then season three, part one comes along, and it's like all about political intrigue and mm. conspiracies and espionage. And it's like who is the royal family? What is their place here? And then like we go on this random uh, Levi story about like who the hell is Kenny and and all that stuff. Um, that was super interesting. Uh, yeah, the whole um, I think the whole Historia arc was mostly in season three, part one. Is that right? Where she becomes, I, yeah. she gets crowned, and uh, her dad is the one that uh, they abduct Aaron, right?
0: Yes, they abduct Aaron and her in the beginning part because there's the whole uh, the decoy, yeah, uh, knowing that they're being watched. Uh, yeah, so yeah, no, they get the historia and Aaron. They have Aaron chained up down in the crystal cave. And uh I guess that's just where like the whole Yamir stuff really comes into focus, I suppose, like the yeah. uh, like the 1700 years ago and all that.
1: Yeah, the um that fight scene. I remember I was like, you know, I think the audience like a lot of people were getting tired of Aaron getting kidnapped for like the sure. third, the third <laughs> time. It's like, really, man. Like you can't put up even a little bit of a fight this time. Yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> just t- takes a takes a trank dart to the neck. He's immediately down for the count. It's like really, yeah. But uh, that scene where Levi the Levi Squad kicks in that door mm-hmm. and goes in with uh, you know barrels of smoke and oil and mm-hmm. and they they take it to Kenny's team. I was like, and it, it just shows you, you know, you got Sasha there, you got Jean or Jean or Connie, mm-hmm. you got that whole crew, and they've all come so far. It's so cool to see them just literally kicking in the door and raiding. Like a military police setup. Yeah. yeah. And there, you know, like John had that whole s- s- arc where earlier in season three, as Aaron is uh, getting kidnapped, he kind of hesitates mm-hmm. and uh, cause he doesn't want to take someone's life. So Armin has to step up and do it. And my guy, Armin, yeah. my guy. And then he doesn't hesitate when they finally conduct the raid. You know, they're just yeah. Sasha's thrown slinging arrows into people. They're like, in it now. They're in it, yeah. yeah. They have changed. And I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you remember when Armin killed that guy and he shot him. Mm-hmm. Um, they do this, like... They do this a lot where they'll cut in the middle of an action scene to, like, this weird... Let's chat about it. Like, like uh, this weird, like... Okay, now it's a day later and we're all talking about it. And then they're going to mm-hmm. cut back to the action scene after the conversation. But there's this little cut where it, Armin's, like, getting sick. And... Levi's like, you did the right thing. John wouldn't be here if you didn't kill that person. Mm -hmm. And there's that, there's and they're all circled, they're on this circle talking about it, and you're like, Jesus, like none of these people signed up to start killing human beings. And that was a big turning point, it felt like in the show. That's that's the thing I've always loved about the show because,
0: you know, not not just in season three, but all of it, the the whole time, you know, they've all thought one thing. So strongly, yep. and then they get into the thick of it, and it's just not—it's just not that case anymore. You know, the the, the truths are revealed, and they're so—they're so far into it, like they—they they can't back out. Yeah, you know, and they've re- they really roll with like where the story goes, like just true development of characters into the story. Like, ah, oh, man,
1: yeah, army, uh, army. Before we get to him, <laughs> I feel like we have to talk about. Just, you know, in that whole raid and that whole Aaron getting abducted very earlier in the season, they give a lot of show to how nitty-gritty Levi is. Like, I think the mm-hmm. audience always knew that he was a badass. Mm-hmm. Very mysterious. Yeah. But then yeah. when he not only doesn't hesitate to start <laughs> taking heads, mm-hmm. but he's, like, he's, like, he's he's ordering his squad, like, yo, <laughs> you know, suit up. Like, this is, we're about to, it's about to get for real. Yeah. And throughout that whole that this journey that his character goes on or the arc that his character has where you start realizing what is his relationship with kenny kenny is this total scoundrel who also seems to kill with impunity and levi clearly has a past with him Mm -hmm. um i like that they go back and show you you know their relationship how levi kind of came to be Mm -hmm. uh, what he is and how he met kenny and the circumstances that they met in and et cetera, et cetera, I thought that, like, that was, like, a, you know, that was over, not overdue, but Levi's character needed that, like, expose on his past, because if he's just, like, this perfect warrior that never loses, and is always coming off cool, and you don't know where he comes from, then it's kind of less meaningful, does that make sense?
0: Do you think they should have done that sooner, or do you think, because I did find, you know, when that moment came, it kind of just felt, like, here it is, now it's going to make sense for the scene to follow. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I, it, just
0: kind of, it did seem a little, abrupt, appra- and it's awesome. I could have, you know, I would love to see more of the, you know, the city underground and all that. And, uh, yeah. But it just, I did, if you know, of a nitpick of a, you know, incredible season, I did find it was like, here it is. You know, it was just like an info dump and exposition it, on, like, a scene they had to show immediately
1: afterwards. I agree. It was a little late, um, and it feels like, you know, I don't know if you how well you remember season two but you know the big thing that comes out of season two is like the Beast Titan and then obviously the reveal that Reiner and Berthold are, are traitors and they're the armored mm-hmm. and colossal Titans. but the rest of season two you know there's a good amount of action but so much of it is like character background mm-hmm. and exposition like you learn about Reiner and Berthold, you learn about all these tertiary characters and where they come from. Yeah, kind of would have been the perfect time to explain what the hell's going on with Levi. Mm-hmm. And, it was and like, why did we wait on this? Because he's a really big part of season three. So maybe they just—it was like a pacing thing, or maybe Could it be. wasn't relevant. Could yet. Be. Or maybe they wanted to keep his past mysterious until he had to face it in the form of Kenny.
0: Mm. I feel like I feel like it would have had more impact because I find Kenny was like you know like a flash in a hot pan.
1: Definitely. I totally agree. He was uh, and super had my attention early, but then his character sort of si- simmers a little bit, and you realize, like, wait, like, this guy had an interesting story, but it feels like he was mostly there to provide Levi with, like, some more character development. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. if Yeah. It feels like this all that setup of, you know, their past together was just to lead up to the moment under the tree, handing yeah. off the vial, you know?
1: Yeah, and the vial obviously ends up being like this super important plot device. Mm-hmm. And you know Levi, you know has that moment with Kenny where he connects the dots himself, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of cool. I think it did it did teach us about another thing, right? Um, that Kenny was obviously an Ackerman, Levi's mm-hmm. an Ackerman, and Mikasa is an Ackerman. It seems like we learned a bit about that lineage. Has that yeah, been okay. touched on yet? I, I don't believe it has between Mikasa and uh, they, and uh, Levi. They have like this super offhand exchange, I think, somewhere in season three, mm. where they're both in a cart and he says, It seems like your last name is also Ackerman. Have you ever felt like a you know, like a surge of energy in your body where you felt like you were unstoppable? And it like flash it flashes back to when Mikasa and Eren killed those two uh, men when they were children. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yes. Wow. So they touch on the fact that, hey, we both have the same last name. Have you ever felt, you know, super, like a superhero, I guess? Mm. And they say yes, but then they don't really touch on it. Um, mm. And then Kenny, you know, in all of the flashbacks and expositions, Kenny kind of mentions, he, he goes over it at one point. He basically says, you know, people didn't like the Ackermans because it sounds like for some reason they were immune to this mind control thing that the founding well, titan were, was capable of. Is because that because there's the seven, I, if I remember correctly, there's the seven bloodlines unaffected. Right, yes. So
0: and they're one of is, those, I take it? I, that's what I'm guessing, yeah. I feel like readers of the of the manga would would know that one in depth. That is the one thing I do, you know, I've... I know I appreciate this goes the same for you, but I've never been one to read the manga of any series. I like, you know, I've always just enjoyed, you know, the anime aspect. But this is the first time I've watched a show where it's, I really wish I knew the nitty gritty and all the, it's similar to Game of Thrones. You know, I watched the show and it's like, I wish I knew more about that. I should probably read
1: that. Yeah, I feel you. Um, For what it's worth, you know, I do, I haven't read any of it either, but Hmm. Apparently, manga readers so far are pretty satisfied with Mm. they're so far pretty satisfied with how the show is representing the manga. It is apparently pretty damn uh, pretty damn uh, faithful to the source. Mm. And and, I mean, it's it's faithful in the way that like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, like Mm -hmm. faithful in the same way where it's like they're recreating shot for shot a lot of scenes. Wow. Um, like that, uh, towards the end of season three, part two, when Aaron goes down and he, you know, cause I think he takes like a boulder to the gut from the beast Titan. Okay. Um, we're zipping ahead there, but I, I remember, uh, that there are panels from the manga that show that exact frame hmm. and there are panels from the manga that show exact frames of Levi beating up the, the beast Titan uh just afterwards so it's i'm curious how much more ex- like how much more they elaborate on this whole lineage stuff in the manga if we're missing a lot in the show mm-hmm. but i i have to imagine that we're going to touch a lot on that in season four right because it feels like the, f- the focus is shifting big time uh with the reveal at the end of season three which we should probably talk about
0: here. you know going back now i'm thinking about in because uh, yeah i just kind of jump ahead a little bit but the reveal of like the kingdom of marley in season three, part two, that I feel is that's how they should have introduced the connection between Levi and Kenny. Interesting. Set up the season before there's a moment it's revealed It's I guess it's a little different because, you know, in season three, part two, that was like, that, that was the basement, you know, you yeah. know, it was all, it was all shown to us. It's, I guess they had to show us that before we walked into what we were getting into, can you imagine season four, episode one, <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's like, Oh, there's another kingdom. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be as viable.
1: Yeah, you're. you're, I agree. They kind of needed to go out on that high note, yeah, uh, and give you give the audience something to chew on uh, while we waited for season four.
0: So I guess before we we you know we're we're kind of all over the place here. But favorite moment of uh, season three, part one.
1: What what would you say? Favorite moment of season? Oh, I definitely. um, It's a. It's it's all in the same episode. It's this mixture of you know. Aaron is has been kidnapped. They're in that crystal cave. And Historia kind of grows a pair and tells her dad, you know, beat it. <laughs> yeah, li- She literally, I think, it's like judo throws yeah. the guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and uh, Aaron, you know, kind of sacks up because they both kind of have like a big coming to moment, it feels like, where mm-hmm. Aaron is doing a lot of whining and a lot of crying. And Historia is kind of being bullied around by her family. She says enough of this shit, and Aaron is being rescued by the Levi squad, but it looks like the cave's going to cave in on them, mm-hmm. and he grabs that armor vial, and he gets the armor uh, the armor ability, and he saves them all, um, and it felt like that, mo- you know, all that happened in the space of, like, you know, a few minutes, where Historia says enough of this shit, Aaron kind of wakes up, gives his head a shake, and then, and then saves the crew, and then... They frame it really well. They're like, "Hey, you created all this. Now we have the ability to do this. Do you realize how big of a game changer this is?" Because mm-hmm. if, if you remember, like he later goes on to use the armor ability to, like, you know, they, he patches a hole in the wall, and there's yeah. a whole bunch of stuff with that. But it's all—it just felt like it was a big emotional. Sorry, it's, it, it was like a big emotional hurdle for both of those two characters in the space of a very short time. That was a—that was a big one for me. What about you?
0: hmm I I think the the uh, the introduction of Kenny was pretty big oh God yeah. The, that, that throw down the city you know they they know it's uh, an attack on Titan it does it so well it, it they it's really good at um, not revealing the characters' cards too early yeah. like the the characters know what they're doing and they know like like the setting of the tri- like the decoy like mm. they knew they were gonna have eyes on them. It just shows, like, it's how well-trained and how smart these people are, mm-hmm. you know? They're thriving in their situation. It shows that, like, it just goes to show that their skills outside of, like, killing Titans as scouts, like, they're, you know, they were drawn to that position for a specific reason, you know? Like, they, you know, it's, it, I don't know, it's just the whole setup of the decoy and then the reveal and then, you know, the the, the new, uh, the dynamic equipment there,
1: you know? Oh, yeah. real like, happen, watching yeah.
0: Yeah, like watching Kenny's men and the you know the scouts go head to head like that was just jaw dropping.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and if I remember correctly, that's like I think Kenny blows away one of Levi's lieutenants or something right at the end of season of the pilot of, of season three, and then yes. I think like the second episode is like that fight you're talking about. Yeah, that yeah that that ODM those ODM scenes are always so amazing, but it was a, that one was especially great. Yeah. Levi evading all of the men fighting his way through them. And then the showdown at the bar. Oh, the bar is yeah. so great.
0: You know, drawing him out, getting him talking, you know, <laughs> setting up exposition and then just blows him away and makes, you know, makes us run for it.
1: Yeah. It's uh and you and you're right. It does give the credit uh, the characters a lot of credit because you learn later like, you know, one they had a decoy like you said. You know, they they're not amateurs anymore. You know what I mean? They're no. part of if you remember, like Aaron used to say like the Levi squad is like the group of the most elite scouts. Mm-hmm. And now they're all there, and uh, they use the decoy. And then early on, Levi tells Mikasa, he says, "Hey, we're gonna be fighting people now, just so you're aware." And he kind of calls that before shit really hits the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are two. That's a really great moment too in season three, mm-hmm. part one.
0: And also, too, I guess another another big part. You know, I you know, double dip in here a little bit, but you know, the reveal to the people of like just how corrupt you know, the, the hierarchy is of the wall, Yes. you know, cause it's, it's one thing when it's just the characters, you know, like the main cast knows, you know, that there's, you know, wrongdoing going on here and there's, you know, the just greed and, you know, and the, just the lack of care or well being for the people in the kingdom and just having everyone else involved in it. And then, you know, there's also the moments of like, you know, like, you know, I think, I'm thinking ahead. That's actually part two, but just like revealing to everyone that like, we're not alone. Yeah.
1: Know, it's, yeah, I, it, I totally it just, agree.
0: It's just really good at making the world believable.
1: Yeah, they do a good job, and they do that later in part two, and, and we'll get to that in a sec, but you're, you're right. They do a good job of doubling back mm-hmm. and being like, hey, it's not just the main characters, this small group of this giant society that, that know what's up. Like That whole reveal of telling you know showing the citizens the, the whole corruption well mm-hmm. that was kind of the point right the show does a good job of being like we're an entire society that's in the darkness you know what I mean it's not just a few of these main characters that want to know it's like the entire society within those walls is just the blind leading the blind and you know what I mean so as they as we get these knowledge bombs mm-hmm. um, it's cool to see that they, they bring everybody along with them mm-hmm. okay I think that's good for part one I think so yeah Part two is—we kind of talked about it earlier. It's just payoff action, absolute madness. It feels like for I don't know how how many episodes it was, but it's just nonstop. I mean, uh, it feels like part two picks right up. Um, and if I remember correctly, they start with the mission. Of uh of going to plug that hole in. Uh, I believe it's I
0: believe it's the training. Is there not? There is the sequence of Aaron trying to master the hardening oh, ability. Yeah.
1: yeah, you're right. There is. He's, and, he's having trouble with it. They're working him pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're planning their attack. Oh, and should, or you know what? Maybe I'm
0: maybe I'm even thinking that wrong. Is it? Do they not have? They've designed a weapon.
1: Yeah, they are. Uh, no, you're right. It it, it happens Hange. alongside that. Is yeah, it Hanji? Han- yeah, yeah. Hanji develops the. Um, what are they backwards. called? The missile things. The thunder spears. Oh wow,
0: that that. Sorry, that would be a highlight. Oh no, that is part two. Was, yeah, yeah, that is part two.
1: Yeah, thunder Both spears. Care. The thunder spears are getting developed, and they're working on Aaron with the hardening ability. So we know what their goal is, right? Right from the yeah. uh, right off the jump, season two or season three, part two is like, hey, we're gonna go plug, plug the hole, that get hole. the basement, and uh, and yeah, and the basement is definitely a priority. And also, uh, you know, uh, Erwin is alive. Obviously, he's driving a lot of that direction. He's saying, hey, we're gonna do this. We're gonna go plug that hole. We're gonna get some answers. Um, and on top of that, towards the end of season three, part one, there's this flash or this cut to the Armored Titan just having gotten his ass beat by the Beast Titan. And you realize, oh, like, are these people all together now? Mm-hmm. And they, we, we start doing some early cuts in Season 3, Part 2, where you realize, okay, Berthold and Reiner and this Beast Titan guy whose name we don't know at that point, they're all there together, and they seem to be anticipating an attack. Mm-hmm. So they do a good job of, like, building that tension very early. Like, they're showing a lot of Eren's drills, and they're showing... The Thunder Spears, um, so you know that there's like this inevitable big fight. Yeah, on a clash, a clash is coming, and it did not disappoint. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So is that is that pretty much what happens next? Is we walk into uh, the Walmart that uh, that Maria district, I think we they plug the first hole with little to no opposition whatsoever. No. It just goes and gets done, and. I- Erwin or Aaron is kind of speaking the mind of the audience. He's like, This is eerie. (laughs) There's Mm, nothing going on yet. Something grim is on the way. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, this is one of the many wins early on that uh, in in this season or in this sequence that Armin gets. Right? I think it's uh, Erwin says, You know spread out look around and then Armin's the one who has the idea he's like hey wait look inside the walls mm. and of course you know no one but him thought of that and of course that leads them to finding uh, to finding Reiner right
0: yeah well hit hit it in the walls but
1: is it interesting did you find
0: I did find in part two they really were <laughs> the narrative was that Armin was toast did you find that like right from the echo? Just- yeah I just felt like there were so many signs of, like, you know, I for sure thought he was gone, and then eventually in the end he was, but, you know, it's, I thought that was another little nitpick of uh, part two, was, like, there was some hand-holding.
1: Oh, like they were laying
0: it on a little thick? Because the, the, the pride, I find one of the prides of the show is, like, no one was safe. You know, there's some significant plot armor I found for some characters, you know, like, obviously Aaron being the biggest one, and I've. You know, Mikasa was pretty, you know, bulletproof as well. But mm-hmm. Armin was always that one where, like, is he or is he not?
1: Because he's a valuable asset, but he's so delicate. <laughs> yes.
0: He's he's perfect for, like, you know, getting someone to that next emotional step <laughs> towards their victory. You know, like, he's, he, you know, he could be a, a sacrifice. Oh,
1: God. But I don't know. Yeah. I just,
0: I found it was the first time in the show where, like, they just reveal the hand you a like little too felt
1: early. A little
0: too early. Yeah. Yeah, no, you that's know, fair. It was just like it was one moment after another, and was, and he's my guy. Like I want him, you know, I wanted, I want him to go the mile, and I think he is. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's
1: well, he's he, and he's picking up a lot of wins in season three, right? I mean, he he helps develop a lot of strategies with uh, yeah. that raid they do in season one, and mm-hmm. how to combat the type of gear that Kenny's people were using, and then yeah. with this finding the hole in the wall in part two, and then obviously it all it. it to climaxes when he kind of single handedly figures out a way to bring down the Colossal Titan. Yeah. And it involves sacrificing of himself, right? So he you know, he was just getting a lot of wins in the wind column. And it feels like if we skip ahead for a sec, if you remember when Levi has to make the choice of who to revive after Armin is has been sac- or has sacrificed himself and they have to choose between him and Erwin or Erwin, they kind of go through his resume. <laughs> there's yeah. A, there's actually yeah. a scene where they're like, you know, we got to bring back Erwin. He's the leader of the scouts. He's the man. He's got the leadership skills. And then I think it's Aaron who's like, Hey, we'll hold up a minute here. Like the only yeah. reason we're here in the first place is because Armin has figured out all these things
0: the whole way. He's all, he always has those wins, you know?
1: Yeah. From right from the get go, from when they're yeah. like very, very novice, uh, entry level scouts. Like, I mean, if you think back to season one, even he's providing them with wins and Intel on the female Titan. You know what I mean? Like he's,
0: he figured it out.
1: Yeah. So he's, uh, obviously super valuable and I think, you know, Levi ends up, ends up agreeing, but,
0: um, but even in the end, he chooses to go with Erwin and Erwin says, no, like, let me die.
1: Yeah. That was crazy.
0: And and that's the other thing too, is they definitely set up Armin to be Erwin. It's it's, very tactical, you know, even-keeled, has emotion, but, like, always has, like, the
1: right move. Just nowhere near as experienced or Except, as yeah. sure of, of himself, right? Yeah. Like, um... This, probably, like, a younger Erwin. Yeah. Probably, like, you know... When he comes out of there, and when he's alive, and he realizes what has happened, he's like, wait, do I just replace Erwin? They're like, no, you're not a one-to-one replacement. But we did make the choice where yeah. we, we brought you back instead of him, so you know, there's still quite a bit of pressure on him. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I loved that whole thing, and I loved how, you know, I'm sure a lot of people um, are, are fans of Levi for the same reasons, but I loved how almost irritable Levi was about making that choice. Yeah. He was like, oh, God, like at the end of all this, everybody's got a weakness. Everybody's the same, and Erwin's weakness was simply that he put his quest for knowledge above everything else. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Levi was like, oh God, dude, they're all the same anyway. What does it really matter? I'm just going to bring that art. You know what I mean? Like he was what a, uh, what a
0: true nihilist.
1: He, big time. He's <laughs> yeah. Su- he, yeah. Like he's such a, he's such a nihilist. He's like this killing machine that is almost mm-hmm. like laissez faire about it. And mm-hmm. you know, he wants to do the right thing, but he's, uh, he's irritated and it feels like he's inconvenienced by all this death and destruction that's around him so often. Mm-hmm. That was like such a cool point. Giving him the syringe was a great, great idea because you know he's not exactly the most emotional guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so we skipped ahead to the whole Armin choice. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Jump right to the,
1: the but, um, crux of it. If we go back a bit, I mean that fight scene of you know them plugging up that second hole. Reiner comes out. If you remember, Levi. Doesn't hesitate. He comes right down, sticks a knife right through Armin's or <laughs> uh, Reiner's neck. Yeah, I really thought he had him there for a sec. I feel like Levi
0: had everyone for a sec. The in part two, there's you know, I there's just a, you know when he gets to uh, obviously you know skipping ahead to the Beast Titan, but you know the uh, he's just always they're always just one second too slow. I know. You know, and it's it's such a shame because uh, yeah, it's yeah. just the. Uh, the doom of the show is so great. Yes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like a small there's no small failure. It's only critical failures in this show, which is it's just so heart wrenching when you watch it.
1: Um, one thing that that also like really primed was our. You know, you mentioned plot armor, and uh, we learned like Reiner is basically killed. It feels like four times in this in this season three part two, you know, he gets the knife yep. in the neck from Levi, but then we learn that he can transfer his conscience throughout his whole, or his con- his consciousness throughout his whole body. So he doesn't yeah. go down. And then, uh, he goes into Titan form, loses, it feels like he's losing a fair fight against Air, uh, Aaron, because Aaron's yeah. got the, the Titan brass knuckles now. <laughs> yeah. That um, so, and he's beaten, uh, you know, it's a, it's a decent fight, but then backup arrives in the form of Thunder Spears, they land a bunch of shots. Um, eventually, they incapacitate him, but he's not dead yet. He's like, his he's regenerating mm-hmm. and like incapacitated. And then the colossal titan shows up. Yeah. Big Daddy Bernhardt come whipping in, right, <laughs> riding the falls. Yeah, in his barrel. <laughs> and then you know more madness ensues. Um, there is a moment I, I should mention though that is pretty cool because. It's towards the end of Berthold's character arc right yeah where he transforms right before he transforms he has a conversation with Armin, With Armin. and he is different <laughs> yeah
0: yeah they that's the thing too like the villains you can see the change in the villains from the get-go yeah you know like actually to, I thought of it when you were just mentioning uh, uh, the, uh, the consciousness part of uh, you know the uh, the yeah, armored yeah. Titan. Do you not do you remember in season 2 where Reiner revealed like he has that mental break and yes. he reveals to Aaron he's like hey like let's just go like you know I'm I can't do this shit anymore like and yeah, I don't I think help. he he's like you should come and you know he's the the whole I remember when that the whole thing about him being able to move his consciousness you know consciousness through the body I thought it was like kind of like a weird Call back to like the mental break he had in oh, season interesting. two,
1: interesting. where
0: you know he's like, I don't know who I am anymore. Am I, you know, am I the one here to purge, you know, the human race or, or like the eldian race or, yeah, you know, or am I, am I fighting for human life? You know, just like the movement of like the minds and all that. And so when that whole consciousness happened, I know it's kind of a stretch, but it just I remember that moment just kind of. Thinking back to season two.
1: No, but I mean, you have a point. His mind seems to be quite malleable. Maybe that's why he makes such a great, uh, such a good Titan and is always just escaping death. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, I I remember it, it seems like in this season, both him and Berthold really escape all of that doubt and anxiety and all that inner conflict, and they are just fully in. Yeah, now they don't they have a choice. Just, yeah, they you know, yeah. and we learn a little bit why, a little bit more why as as to why they don't have any choice. But it doesn't matter because when they mm-hmm. show up for that last fight, they're they're fighting to the death. No more yeah. you know, no more deception. It's just all out conflict.
0: Yeah, the plea he gives to Army too is very like, like it's just you know, don't do it. Like you know, like it's over. You know, it was, and it's just they're so they're both sides are in so deep. Yeah. You know, it's, you can just tell there's a moment of like, on both sides, they're just, they're so into their cause, you know, they can't back out, but it was just like a futile attempt, you know, to yeah. s-
1: just... I, I remember Armin, Armin tries the whole, you know, we still got Annie, don't you want to come save her? Yeah. And Berthold's like, no, that's not working twice. You got no. me with that once. Yeah. <laughs> Do whatever you want. <laughs> I yeah. don't care. Um, and then he... You know, he proceeds to transform, explode, destroy a bunch of stuff in his path. We think for a second that Hanji gets caught in it. Yeah, um, that was a good. That was a good uh, misdirect. Yeah, but her—I forget the name of the—you know—the red shirt that saved her. It was like one of her guys, but she loses an eye. It looks like in the process. Is it the same guy that brings? Uh erwin back from the battlefield no that's a different guy that is still alive towards the at the end of season three because um, i
0: remember him like getting upset to so like no, no no like i, I dragged erwin back here for you to save like the savior of humanity like why are you picking this kid yeah
1: yeah, yeah. no a different guy because the, the guy that saves hanji just totally eats it he's dead yeah. um so he explodes and then you know Eren has a awfully futile attempt at trying to stop him. <laughs> he literally kicks Eren across the city. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Which was pretty cool. <laughs> Tried to grab at his ankle like a kid. <laughs> yeah, And then uh, then we approach, like pretty rapidly, we're, we're approaching three conflicts simultaneously, right? I think it's uh, Mikasa and Jean's group yeah. taking out the Armored Titan. And it's uh, Eren and Armin against the Colossal Titan. And on the other side of the wall the beast Titan is just throwing perfect pitches with those crushed up boulders and he's eradicating the rest of the scout regiment. Um, Do you remember all that was happening basically simultaneously? That was some tough stuff. The, uh,
0: the, I remember the stakes. I remember like not having super a lot of interest in what was going on with like the colossal Titan until like the, you know, you know, armies like kind of sacrifice. Yeah. I felt it very low stakes. But everything going on with the Beast Titan and the the trap, Irwin's trapped uh, forces.
1: Oh, God, I know. I
0: remember every every second of that, of, like, their scenes was just, like, this is so, this is over. Oh, my like, God, yeah. They, they got them. I thought that was, like, a total wipe. I, 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 I actually thought that was, like, well, like, the end of that.
1: It kind of is, almost. You know, they even though we scout people, the regiment made it out, like, they're the only ones left. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, you realize after that fight is over that he, you know, his uh, attack was super effective. Um, all and, of the early... Pitching heaters. <laughs> yeah, perfect game. Um, yeah, that was amazing. So, if we skip ahead a little bit, uh, you know, eventually, Mikasa and crew managed to take out... Um, Reiner for I think like the third time in the fight. Yeah, for, third time again he, for only a moment. <laughs> yeah, this time they they finally actually blow him out of the Titan. Though yeah. he you know they get him with a uh, with one of those missiles, the thunder spears. He uh, and Hanji is the one that we she comes back and reveals that she's alive. She yeah. gets a she blows up the other side of his face so that Mikasa can land a clean shot. She mm-hmm. does blows him out of the back of his own neck. Checkmate reiner and then at uh, the same time aaron and armin do this plan and i gotta say they got me pretty good too where you know there's some very obvious they're not trying to hide the foreshadowing anymore it feels like you know armin is explaining his plan (sighs) he looks so sweet (laughs) the voice actor that plays both these guys are so great um and uh, you can just tell that he's hiding something. Aaron can tell that he's hiding something. Yeah. But it's happening so fast, you don't get much time to dwell on it because Aaron slips, and yeah. you're like, "Wait, is this is this part of the plan?" I, I'll admit, they completely had me. I was like, "Oh my god, this is not part of the plan. Everything is this is bad." Mm-hmm. Um. And then he slips, and then that then it becomes this long drawn out process of army and trying to one v one the colossal Titans. <laughs> yeah. Just it's um.
0: I remember, I remember when they showed, like, just his crisp body. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. They're going to make me look at it. Yeah. You know, like, there wasn't no, like, off-screen, like, over-the-shoulder looking at someone holding his body. It's just, like, it was just there.
1: Yeah. I, and I was, I was
0: like... Yeah, I was like, they did they did it. I was like, plot armor doesn't exist anymore.
1: They you know <laughs> You're right, because I remember you and I were talking about it right before yeah. that episode, they was like, there's no way. You know, like Oh the, yes, yes, that's true. That crew is all safe. And then it, it I remember the way he goes out it was so good because one thing that's great about the show that we haven't talked about and we should pay special attention in season four is the soundtrack. Like the the music is so great. And yeah. I remember as he's hooked on, because Armin has yet another brain wave, he realizes that if he hooks his uh, his grappling hook into the guy's bone the or teeth, his teeth that, that doesn't uh, that won't come loose. Yeah, because so it doesn't burn up. No. Yeah, so as he's, you know, taking all the heat, literally, um, there you know, the music kicks in and he talks about, you know, I'll never get to see the sea. will have to Aaron, you're gonna have to be the one to see the sea. And the music is kicking and, you know, there's like blue flames going up his arms. His hair is all gone. Yeah, You can see his body kind of break backwards. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's so graphic and so good. <laughs> and uh, you still don't know what he's stalling for. And he finally lets go and you realize like there's no saving him or that's what yeah. you're led to believe. And that's the moment, you know, the audience is sharing the same perspective as Berthold. Berthold's like, what the hell was the point of that? Yeah, and then Aaron comes out, and it's so cool to me and so fitting that Aaron is the one that gets to deal the death blow. Yeah, because that's the first Titan Aaron fought in season one. If you remember, that's Boston true. Titan is the one that shows up when they kick the door in, and like the pilot, or not the pilot, but very early season one.
0: Well, he like the Klaus, Obviously, the class Titan is what kicks off like the yeah. show in season one. But again, like right, I think they're they just finished their training. Yeah. And they're waiting, you know, to, I think they're in the process of figuring out what fa- or what side, or like where they're going with the yeah, scouts or mills. And, uh, and he's there, you know, like yeah. it pops up again. And then also, that's the one thing too I forgot. He shows up and then the Klossel Titan just leaves. Yeah, vanishes. He makes that hole and he's gone. And that is what kept like the, the identity of yep. you know, Ber- you know uh, Reiner and uh, Berthold. is so smart, Yeah. you know like the uh,
1: yeah he just vanishes (sighs) leaves the husk behind and like yeah you know probably had gear on anyway and just hightailed it out of there yeah but i you know i love that aaron in that moment in season one doesn't hesitate he's like all right let's get him and he tries to take him on solo we in this now (laughs) but uh and he gets to finish that up you know at great Mm -hmm. cost but you know it was cool to see he was even more effective in his human form instead of his Titan form. That he gets to literally rip uh, Holt out of there it was pretty satisfying. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. And you know, it's more satisfying when you realize the cost that they paid. Uh, we are led to believe that Armin has bit the dust. I think episodes breaks, and then the next thing you see, um, or it's you know, the last thing we haven't touched on that's happening alongside all of this is the Levi versus Beast Titan fight. Yeah, which, the highlight of the season. Yeah. Cinematic-wise. Uh, cinematic I, I totally agree. The best animated uh, sequence of the whole show, uh, maybe. And also, um, you know, it, it's exactly similar to this Berthold fight, where the price we have to pay <laughs> for Levi to get his fight is like literally everybody that's left with the scout regiment, including Erwin, Yeah, you get this last great speech, out of Erwin. He's so good with those. Oh, and nice. you also get, like, more of that nihilistic vibe from Levi, where Levi is the one to tell him. He literally says, give up on your dream and die. Lead yeah. those recruits straight into hell. <laughs> it's like, my God. You know what I mean? Because, like, above all, you could tell that Levi has a spot for Erwin, but yeah. it's not so soft a spot that is going to let him sacrifice the mission.
0: He was his North Star, but, you know, and yeah. he... I think the best part about Erwin was Erwin or, you know... Yeah, Yeah. Erwin. Was he grounded Levi? Mm -hmm. I always found Levi, like, so mythical and, Mm -hmm. like, you know... Erwin was a good, like, uh, you know, grounding rod for him. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, it just kind of kept the character a little more realistic. Showed him that he was human, as Mm -hmm. nihilistic as he was. And, you know, the... It's... It was good for them to have those moments and then... Because that was kind of, like, their own last moment. Like, he couldn't truly say goodbye to Erwin on that roof, you know, when, when it came to the serum and, yeah.
1: you know, the, the, the spinal fluid and all and that. You can, but, and you can tell, you know, when once Levi's done dicing up the Beast Titan, you know, he's talking crap throughout the whole thing. You can tell he's pretty shook up. Yeah. And then the Beast Titan gets away. And, you know, the first thing Levi says is like, hey, I promised that I would kill you. Get back here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can feel like even though Erwin's gone, that'll probably be driving Levi, you know what I mean? Is that he he left something unfinished that he took Erwin he would do.
0: My prediction for season four is we're we're getting at least one flashback of uh, Levi and Erwin.
1: I agree with that. Yeah. I um, also it, Maybe two. One yeah, or two. Yeah, quick off the cuff prediction is I I am confident we're gonna get a round two fight, Beast Titan with Levi. Yes. Um, I don't know why, and I don't know the circumstances, but you know, it just feels like Season 4, and we should get to... We should uh, talk about what we should expect based off the reveal after this, but my, my bet is just conflict, conflict, conflict. Probably lots of fights. Um, yeah, but uh, to wrap that up, you know, I think we, we touched on it already a lot. Um, you know, so Beast Titan survives. We have the choice that we discussed already where they had to choose who to give the syringe to. <laughs> Ultimately, Armin gets it. I'm stoked and curious to see what Armin looks like the next time he shifts into a Titan. Will he be the giant colossal now? Like, is that just how it works?
0: Oh, that's an interesting
1: thought. Cause he ate Berthold and <laughs> Bearhold was... <laughs> did not go gently into that good night.
0: No, no. I, <laughs> the closing seat, <scene, laughs> teeth on his head and like his shoulder and torso. It's, oh, God. it's pretty graphic. That's, you know, that's another, again, this, I, I, I love this show. The, they know the moments they do good they just do them great you know like they know they know they're lame
1: mm-hmm.
0: and when the the moment it calls for it they just you know it's pedal to metal in, in some scenes of this show it's you know it's it's dense and it's long and it's dark and it's you know it's it's meant to be that but when it just needs to kick it in like you know <laughs> They just blow everything out of the water. It's it's tremendous. Yeah, you, and that and moment the, was important, yeah. and they did not pull any punches. No, every every death is significant in this oh, show. Visceral. You know, there's. I guess you know. I guess that's the thing too. Like when they show death, even if it's like a main character or like an, a key character, even if it's not, even if it's just like. You know, Scout number two twenty two, or you know, whatever. Like, it's just some rando in the forest. Like, they show them all. Oh yeah. You know, and it's it it just goes to show like you feel you know, the world they live in. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And then the the big ones you really feel like even that like when when Berthold goes out you're like fuck like
1: I kind of liked him I didn't want him to I did like it.
0: That. <laughs> I remember I remember the the reveal in season two I was like ah oh, shit it's going to be one of these shows you know yeah. <laughs> like we're I'm oddly, and then, you know, and then I guess the other big part of, you know, season three, part two is just the basement, the reveal, like the genuine, I guess we had touched this earlier, you know, the, kind of at the top, but I did not expect that. I remember seeing the photograph and Oh God,
1: that was so, all, such a and, brilliant way to explain to the audience very quickly that this is future technology. That yeah. that we don't have yet. So it, the fact that it has to be explained what a photograph is, like it's such a brilliant way of being like yeah. there's a whole other society. Like they do that very efficiently.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, right before we jump into the reveal, I do want to briefly mention. You know, at the end of all these fights, Zeke oh, shows Zeke. up. Uh, shows up on the back of that quadriplegic. Uh, oh, titan. the
0: intelligent Titan.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the smart titaner. Yeah, so he shows up on the back of that guy and they have a quick convo. And, you know, there's just a very quick moment where he says, "Hey, I'm going to rescue you. We're both victims of your father." And of all the things for him to say, I did not see that coming, right? Cuz we don't really know his motivation. You know, no. they did a great job of not giving you context, but of showing you this guy talking. You know, he's sitting around there. He's like, "Oh, don't get angry like your father." Or, you know, he's he's always talking in his own context, but the audience doesn't know what that is yet. Mm -hmm. And then he finally lays his eyes on Aaron and he has, that's the first thing he says is, Hey, I'm going to rescue, I'm going to come back and rescue you. It's like, what, what the hell are you talking? Were you just trying to kill all of us? Um, that was just such a great interaction. And it just shows like, there's more to come here. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. guy is clearly involved in some shit.
0: (laughs) It's There's so it's, I've, there's just so much to talk about this show. like, you could you could honestly do a well. The plan is to go through season four, yeah. You know, one by one. But it's it's a shame. It's a shame we didn't get to do this prior, because so much happens in a single like a twenty two minute episode. Yeah. That you could you could just you can mull over it for an hour. You know, yeah. it's it's and it, you know we can't do it justice because we're missing. You know so many important tidbits. There's just so much to talk about, you know? Yeah, I mean,
1: this last thing we should discuss is obviously the basement reveal. We could probably do an hour just on that, but in the interest of of time and efficiency, we should probably just go over kind of the highlights of what the reveal were, or what the reveal was and what we learned. I think, you know, the biggest one by far, out of all, and we learned a lot, is a giant lore dump. Right, and they did Huge it. Huge, Lord. I'd watch it four times. Yeah, and they do. I, they, they do do it well, but it's it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but the you know, I'll I'll try and go through a few, and you can correct me and and you know tell me what else you took out of it. But the big one, obviously, to me was, okay, there's they are not alone. No.
0: Nope.
1: We are not alone in this world. There is another society, and more importantly, we are going to be at war with this other society because of all kinds of reasons. Because of there's a there's a very vast history, um, and there's a lot of reasons why they don't like us and we don't like them, and now we have to choose sides. And uh, and then we learn a lot about where the Titans come from. Uh,
0: ultimately, was it not revealed that the reason that they are coming is it just comes down to resources?
1: Yeah, comes down to resources. Yeah. and yeah, I mean I think that's the that's the main thing, which is actually a pretty simple simple goal, right? Yeah. Um. So the, the motivation makes sense. What we you know what we didn't know is like, if you know, if if you think back about season one and two, and if I said, oh, the you know where Titans come from? <laughs> Titans mm-hmm. are actually there's this subjugated race of people on the mainland because this show takes place on an island. Yep. Um, and it's super you know big time, uh, you know Nazi. Kind of vibes, you know. The uh, these the Eldians literally have to wear armbands. They're in internment yep. camps. If they leave the camps, they get beaten or um, murdered. <laughs> or murdered, yeah, yeah um, You know, there's underground resistances. Uh, it's it's pretty awful, right? And there's mm-hmm. this whole rich history of why these people hate the Eldians and where the Titans came from in the first place. And I believe the lore there is something like seventeen to eighteen hundred years ago you know, some Eldian made a deal basically with the devil is kind that's, of the way they say it.
0: The, and that's the thing too, like the, in the show, he's clearly depicted as like the devil or a devil. Yeah. But I don't, did, did it, did it specifically say that? I feel like any video of like, you know, I've, I've, you know, my own personal research or curiosity, it all just, I guess might be, you know, read the manga, but, uh, did they explicitly say it was the devil?
1: They said a demon, I think, like a demon of sorts, you know, called Ymir. And, but I think the funny thing is, like, they, at one point, they give you the Eldians version of that history.
0: Yes. Because it's, it, it's originally told to Grisha as a child, Aaron's father, yes. by his parents saying, like, no, like, we are bad people. Yeah, That's why know, like, we live ancestors. in these
1: camps. Yeah, they're kind of indoctrinated to believe that they're paying for the sins of their ancestors, right? Um, and, but at one point when you join the resistance and you hear the Eldian perspective, like the rebellious, they're like, no, no. Like, you know, the, we are subjects of Ymir that like, that was like a generous God, they weren't a devil, you know what I mean? So there's these kind of, which you get a lot of time in religion, right? There's these two opposing Mm -hmm. factions and one says it was a good thing. And the other says it was a bad thing. Either way, what they seem to agree on is that Eldian citizens at one time were in power and they subjugated a lot of other people. And it all went south recently. As recently as like a couple hundred years or so. Mm. When uh, these citizens of Marley people got control of a lot of the Titans. Because apparently, how many are there? Nine or seven? There's
0: nine, nine in total. They, I think they, if I recall, they came into seven of them. Yeah. And, and then, then the they, remaining two they went turned,
1: to the, the island. Yeah. And so they turned the tide and subjugated the citizens of Marley to... Or uh, Eldia to, to all this stuff. So, all of our main characters are technically citizens of, of Eldia, right? Yes. Or Eldian citizens, whatever. And that's, you know, their king on their island decided a long time ago, I don't want any more part of this war. I'm getting out, and I'm going to subjugate my people using these titan powers to change their memory because this has all been so traumatizing and... Yeah. And that's how we come to Attack on Titan in season one, is everybody just believes the world, you know, the, the, that they are the only humans left. Yeah. So they have no idea about this conflict and how it got them to where they are today. And now we know that. And uh, it came with a couple other major reveals, you know, yeah. like, you know, Grisha, Aaron's father, was born into all that. Yep. Yeah. And he came to the island, and he remarried. He had a son that we later find out is Zeke um, that turned on him. You know, like I said, we could talk like an hour about all this. Oh
0: yeah, this like the the lore dump is. I can't think of a juicier lore dump in any, you know, in any uh, spectrum of entertainment. It's just yeah. it's it's like we you know we said before like. We, we had been waiting for this for so long. Some people, eight years, mm-hmm. you know, 2012. Some people have been, we've been wanting to know what's in that basin for so long and it just delivered. Mm-hmm. And time. and it was clear, it was concise. I do, what what say you, do, do you think that it is a truly one-sided view of history or do you think there's still a chance that like the Marley, you know, the... The citizens of Marley's take on it is still correct.
1: I, I don't think it's one sided. I think that no. ironically, like you know, now we seem to know our enemy and understand them. But I think that one thing that Attack on Titan has done so beautifully is show you that just because they believe in different things doesn't make them bad people. Correct. Yeah. And that yeah. you know, AKA Reiner and Berthold, right? Like yeah. the, the, clearly good people that were forced to do these things based off of where they grew up and where they came from. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see if season 4 is just all out war or if it gets into shades of grey where it feels like a lot of innocent people might get caught up in the mix or it might not be super simple mm. you know like there, there's that great little, they have a quick time skip at the end of season 3 where they go to the, they finally see the ocean or the sea Yeah. and Aaron says you know, we have answers but all we really know now is we have more enemies like when yeah. will this be over we just is it over when we go kill them all and uh, yeah i don't think you know the audience doesn't know the answer to that aaron doesn't know the answer to that i think um on on that is one of my last favorite things of of season three was also the 13 years the knowledge drop of the 13 years yeah yeah that's that was huge no matter what our boys are on limited time Armin too right yeah and how awful is it that like we were saving Armin, because we needed him, but we didn't know we were also just giving him a delayed death sentence. And, uh, so he's out no matter what.
0: But, with that reveal, how wasted would it have been, not wasted, on Erwin, you know what I mean? Like, he, he had done, and that's, that's something we can completely skip, like the, the coup d'etat on the royal family. I, I forget if that's at the end of part one or the, the beginning of part, one, of part two. Yeah. You know that that was he got them to where they are. Yep. You know he the Irwin is the ultimate like the passing of the baton was part mm. one. Yep. He got them to where critical you know decisions were made and you know discoveries were made about the you know the situation in the world. He he went out see like you know if you know I guess maybe. You know, we'll get back to the 13 years, but I think we should end this, of who won what one character won parts one and two. Ooh. My like my vote for part one, you know, I, Fleagle's my guy, but I, I do think Erwin, he
1: yeah. he's the one that got
0: them to the finish line. If you know? his
1: goal was to kind of change the system from the inside and try yeah. and seek knowledge and work for the people, then yeah, he absolutely yeah. won big time. And uh, as far as part 2 goes, it's hard to say who the winners are because it feels like with you know the scouts have a big win, you know like Yeah. Um I would say Armin maybe won part 2 um because he contributed so heavily um in part 2, but he also you know becomes the now he's a titan. It's tough to call it a win because now he knows he's going to die soon anyway <laughs> or you know relatively speaking and they have such a. They have so much farther to go still. Mm. Um, so it feels. That's a tough question, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I would say maybe Armin if I had to answer.
0: Do you see? Do you foresee some army guilt in season going into season four? How do you think he's gonna? I feel like there's gonna be some you know self confliction.
1: Yeah. with the Titan.
0: I'm curious to see him behave as the colossal Titan.
1: Same, I'm curious yeah. to see if they use him tactically speaking because they have mentioned that like the colossal Titan's kind of a big one, literally yeah. like it's an important one to have. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious if he'll be used because he's never really been a useful military resource. No. Uh, he's always been a, you know, plans and strategy type guy. He's a ta- he's a tactical mind. He's not a yeah. tactical body. Yeah. So I'm curious to see him wrestle with that. I think he will. Um Maybe we should just shift gears into what we're looking forward to in Season 4. Yeah, let's do that. I am super interested in what happens with Mikasa. I remember at the end of Season 3, it looks like she's lost weight. Like, Eren actually says, you look sick? Like, what's going on? Mm. And she's clearly very stressed out about this death sentence that he's been given. True. Um, You know, Mikasa is not one-dimensional, but she, you know... It's very clear that her driving force is Aaron. You know what I mean. He's kind of what's keeping her going. It feels like like he's kind of her mission in life. Yeah, for whatever she, reason, um, she has
0: she has felt very not one note. Like she's she's the heavy, always yeah. has been, and you know, and maybe maybe that is. I think you're. Right. I think she's going to play a bigger part. Well, I think she has to be in the finale. But, because, like, Army had his development, you know, like, he he got over all his fears of, like, you know, season after season of, like, proving himself and proving himself, and then, you know, he took that final leap, you know, and, like, he had that re- literal rebirth, you know, it's, I'm wondering if Mikasa's going to get the same thing. Not, not, like, obviously become a Titan, but, like, if she's finally going to develop into that final yeah. step. Like, if, even Aaron, I think, at the end of... Season three, part one. Like he was so whiny, he was so oh, yeah. hard hard on himself. And then, I honestly can't think of a moment in season three, part two, where I'm like, "Oh, I actually I enjoy Aaron on screen now." Like he was one oh, of my least yeah. favorite. He's it's, it, but I think that's like protagonist uh, curse. Yeah. you know, it's
1: he definitely performs. Know. He comes out of the. He kind of figures it out. I think yeah. Mikasa will probably develop a bit more, but she's also. If I have one, she's probably at the top of my death list. I feel like she might go down in a, you know, in a hail of bullets. Yeah. <laughs> Histor in a really heroic way. Yeah. Um, her and Levi, I think, are candidates. It's hard to say how Levi would go out if he does. Um, but Mikasa's my my number one pick for characters to bite it this this season. Yeah. Um, and as far as the plot goes itself, like I feel like we just don't know enough. You know what I no, mean? We no. know what we're fighting for now, but how it happens, I have no idea.
0: I could see a theme of this season like being all for naught. I could yeah. see I could see Army catching one again. Yep. The, like you know, the I could see maybe, you know, conflict between the group of you know having chosen army and then, you know, it being yeah. for nothing and then Irwin could have survived kind of thing.
1: Um I mostly I wanna see I'm ready for that fourth Reiner fight. Yeah, I'm ready to get him out of there. Uh, you know, he's, yeah. he's a good character. He's uh, multi dimensional. He's had lots of progress. But I feel like, for the good of the show and the plot, he's got to bite it. And he's got <laughs> to bite it good. I think mean, he's got to bite it early. Uh, I think so too. That would be a great way to yeah. set the stage. I also think, and, you know, we've gotten to know some of these tertiary characters so well, like Connie, Sasha, John, Hanj or Hanji, I feel like all of them are ripe for the picking. If any of them bite it, it's... It's it's, (laughs) Yeah. If any of them bite it, and and it's possible. You know, the show doesn't exactly need them, but you still care about them enough because they're like OG squad members. Yeah. They're all impactful deaths. Um, So I think they're all very vulnerable. Do you think...
0: Maybe this is, you know, a little... uh, That's the thing, too. I, I, you know, know, where, as we speak, the episode one is waiting to be watched by both of us. Yeah. And I can honestly see Levi getting snuffed out. Yeah. It's like you said, I think there's going to be that rematch between him and the Beast Titan. Yeah. It's not going to go the way he wants it. And then... I really wonder if, you know, Aaron's just going to go the whole way. That would be another thing, too. Like, Aaron, you know, we, we were... Aaron's missing an action for a portion of the season. Like, oh, yeah. who knows what we're getting into.
1: It's Eric, Aaron is just so tragic, you know. It just feels like he might get, you know, that he might get his way and win, but it, it could be easily be one of those at what cost type yeah. of things. Like, does he lose everybody? <laughs> um, and he's just kind of the only one left among the corpses. Hard to say. Yeah. But I think that's I'll, a good spot to leave it. Did you have one more thing? No, I'm just,
0: I'm just more excited for... Some, uh, ODM action. Uh twirling. I love the I love
1: the twirls, like the uh camera like the yeah, like they for the force perspective.
0: Yeah, just the you know, the the spins too. Like there's no the eruption the characters can do on screen, just mm-hmm. you know, it's it's honestly
1: like or like it's pornographic sometimes. Oh, like yeah. you know, it's it's an exercise it, in like oh animation geez, and is, talent, yeah. Yeah, this is how good anime can get
0: the the moments where they explode I remember when I was watching you know Demon Slayer mm. um the you know when they would erupt into like their you know their final move or like yeah. you know the finale of a fight it was like oh this is like it would actually be interesting to see if like there's some similar studio work on those two shows but like just like the way the characters would explode into their you know the finality of like a final move like when yeah. Levi's blasting off his horse at the Beast Titan yeah i remember just being like,
1: it's like it's on now, you know? you know? Like, yeah, it was like on yeah. Mach Ten. Yeah. Spe- speaking of which, new anime studio or new animation studio for this final season, they have giant shoes to fill. <laughs>
0: I agree. Yeah, and what a weird move! And like, I don't know the in depths of that, but Me neither. I'm I'm regardless of the different studio, I'm not going in any less excited. You know, there's no uh, hesitation Same. on my part.
1: Same. I'm very curious to see how they do it. I mean, you know, they're keeping the same voice actors, you know, it's the same, based off the same manga, it's literally just different people drawing it. And you could tell from the season four trailer that they clearly are not trying to copy it one for one. They're going in their own artistic kind of direction. Did you, have you watched,
0: I I obviously have, because you saw it. Have
1: you watched any of the trailers? Just the one uh, that came out, you know, maybe not a year ago, but several months ago. Um, And it has kind of like a cold open. It shows you different characters um and it, I got, a lot of action yeah. scenes you know
0: i got i got 20 seconds in and i had to stop myself i said this is not uh, this is not how i think the season should be watched all the key art. I, I i took a gander at some of the key art but uh i wonder that was you know as a piece out but i i'm going in as fresh as i can yeah into this season
1: yeah uh yeah i mean uh I don't feel like it gave much away, but it did. The one thing I, I took from it, the biggest thing I took from it, was that it worked very different visual style. Still looks great, mm-hmm. um, but I'm curious to see how it feels when we actually sit down and watch it.
0: Well, I I look forward to continuing this conversation uh, week to week, Dave. Uh, this uh, this show is this is an important show. This is Big what time. reinvigorated uh, my love for for anime, all things anime. Oh yeah, and, this uh, one. Uh,
1: I came fresh off the heels off of one of my favorite ever shows, which was uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and I went right into Attack on Titan, and they could not be more different shows. And I, I agree with you; it totally, you know, gave me a completely new appreciation for yeah. Attack on Ti- or for anime in, in general. So I'm stoked to keep the conversation going as we finish their last season.
0: Right on. Well, uh, I, uh, I'll I'll see you on the other side, bud.
1: Okay. Okay, cheers. Thanks, Grant. Cheers. Yeah, you too.